Hello, everyone, and welcome to WCSU 411. I'm Paul Steinmetz, and this is the podcast that tells you everything about Western Connecticut State University and all that our students, faculty, and staff are involved in. Today, we'll be talking with the leader of a group called Men Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. It's an offshoot of the terrific Women's Center of Greater Danbury, and the topic is not as much of a downer as you might think, so keep listening. We'll also get an update on the WestCon women's soccer team and their coach, Alex Harrison. And of course, Chantel Williams, our senior social work student, will join us to talk about upcoming events. Okay, so let's get into it with Eric Egan, who runs the group called Men Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. As I said, this is an offshoot, a department of the Women's Center at Greater Danbury, which has grown and grown and become a real force here in the whole region, in Danbury and around Danbury. When I first came to Danbury, I went to a town hall meeting, and uh, at that time, the towns would give money to the Women's Center, acknowledging that uh, the Women's Center was serving uh, needs in their towns. And the first selectman in this town was arguing against giving money that year to the Women's Center. And he actually stood up and said to the members of the Women's Center in the audience, you know, uh, women don't really need protection. A woman can always pick up a frying pan and hit her husband and uh, solve the problem that way. Things are different now. People don't talk that way in public anymore. And we have men actively engaged in supporting and working with the Women's Center. That's what Eric Egan's gonna talk about. Eric, thanks for joining us today. Tell us a little bit about how you became involved in the Women's Center in the first place. Well, good morning, Paul, and thanks so much for, for having me today. Um, my path to the, uh, to the Women's Center of Greater Danbury and then to the men's group that we're gonna be talking about um, starts in Michigan. Um, I was, uh, I, I'm, I'm a uh, semi-retired lawyer, and my wife and I moved here to Connecticut about three years ago to uh, assist with some family care issues here in Connecticut. Um, most of my career in Michigan was as an assistant Michigan attorney general. Um, I was in um, uh, some of the litigation and, and criminal divisions there, and one of the one of the things that got me interested in the issues we're going to be talking about today, violence against women, uh, domestic violence, is a matter that I handled. Um, it was the first, uh, they used to call it date rape, um, mm -hmm. a, a case in Michigan that gained a great deal of notoriety. Um, a judge has sentenced a, uh, a, uh, a person who had... Um, committed sexual violence against a student uh, at Lake Superior State University in Michigan, and the sentence was um, essentially a non-sentence. He was, he was um, uh, it's called the Youthful Trainee Act in Michigan, but essentially it allows for the expungement and um, non-sentence of a perpetrator in a situation like that. And um, at the time, my boss, Frank Kelly, who was the attorney general then, um, was quite moved by this and asked our division at the attorney general's office to to take steps to see if we couldn't get that reversed. And I was assigned and handled the, the matter, and we did get it reversed. Um, but it was so compelling to me to meet the victim 
and to hear her story of how this happened. And I could imagine that it, it, it is not an uncommon story, and it is, in fact, not an uncommon story. Um, a very sad situation. Um, they, they were on a date together. Uh, they had had some drinks. Um, she said stop, and he didn't. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, pretty, um, pretty, unfortunately, pretty typical. Mm -hmm. And um, that got me very interested. So when, when we moved to Connecticut, um, I became interested in getting involved in, in those kinds of issues. And the Women's Center of Greater Danbury is the perfect, uh, is the perfect venue for that. Mm -hmm. That's how, I, that's how I, uh, I got to the center. Now I'm on the board of directors. Next year I'll be the chairperson of the board of directors. Mm, congratulations. So, uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, it's an honor to be associated with this, with this organization. They're, they're just outstanding. And so are you as, as part of the men's group. Yep, I'm a member of the men's group too. And uh, people ask me, well, what, is the, what do the men do? Why is there a men's group? Well, I think that's a, I think that's a very reasonable question. And, and um, the, the name of the group first is it's called Men Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. It's a group that was formed about five years ago. And essentially what we are is a group of, um, I think we think of ourselves as local influencers. Um, we're, we're, we're men in the community um, who have decided that, um, that enough is enough and it's time to, for us to make a public stand against domestic and sexual violence. Um, you know, I'm not a big statistics person, but, but there are a couple of very compelling statistics. And, and that is that, that one in three women will be the victim uh, or, or have been the victim of uh, some form of domestic violence in their, in their lifetime. Um, one in five women will be the victim of some form of sexual abuse by an intimate partner in their lifetime. Um, I'm saying this on behalf of, of women, but, um, but the men's group is, is also interested in other, in other parts of our culture, um, the gay and lesbian um, uh, part of our culture, mm -hmm. and, and we're, we're interested in, in them too. But essentially, what we as a, as a men's group have decided to do is to take a public stand against domestic and sexual violence. And we express that through meeting with other groups, um, being public about our, uh, our stand? Yeah. Um, I, I, guess it, I guess it goes back really to, to how we interact in, in all parts of our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we all belong to, to groups, social groups, um, um, groups of friends, and it really, uh, we don't hold ourselves out as, as uh, um, experts on this subject, but, but we think that we can help um, men do better. Um, for instance, um, we, we, hold ourselves, we hold ourselves accountable, and we hold others accountable when we uh, are... Um, in, in our social settings, if somebody makes a, 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 a sexist comment or a homophobic comment or a racist comment, we hold people accountable. Um, we, we, we speak up on that um, and, and, try and try and, in a small way, change our, our communities in that way. Um, if we see violence, we stand up against it. We speak against it. 
um, we, we just try and we just try and be role models, if you will. We're about 25 strong, about 25 people at this point. Uh, we'd like to see it get bigger. We'd like to see all men become mm -hmm. become part of our our organization. And I think the uh, no longer being silent part is a big part of it. It's a very small way to uh, change, start changing the culture, which of course has been changing. There's a lot of uh, the things that uh, were acceptable 30 years ago are shocking now. They aren't allowed. Uh, nobody thinks uh, a lot of that is acceptable. But among, um, for instance, I'm in a Lions Club in the town I live in, and um, there's... Mm, I don't know, older guys there. And so, and there's a lot of, it's okay to call women girls. It's okay to make sexist jokes. It's okay to even make jokes about um, smacking your wife. And, um, you know, I don't know, 10 years ago, I would have uh, uh, not engaged. And now I find myself, because of the uh, men's group, saying, you know, you can't say that anymore. Yeah. The, the, the hope is, Paul, that, that we're evolving, that mm -hmm. we're evolving as a culture. And you're absolutely right. Um, I, I, I recall when I began my career, those, those kinds of things were just routine in mm -hmm. our, 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 uh, our, our social groups. But again, the, the men who are involved in this organization and, 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 and people who may be listening who would be interested in joining us, we, we, we stand up to it. Mm -hmm. um, um, not in an aggressive way, but 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 pulling our friends aside and saying, "Look, you know that that just doesn't work anymore. That's not the that's not the way to be. Let's think about this a little bit differently now." And that's that's what we try and do. You said something I think that that really is uh, is probably something we ought to put on a bumper sticker, and that is uh, silence in the face of that is really a form of consent. Mm -hmm. um, you really sort of. Uh, ratifying that when you laugh at, at those kinds of things or, or you you allow them to be said without having that discussion with mm -hmm. your friend on the side after the after the the, the group has gone away just say um, Eric that that's just that's just not working anymore it's our we've evolved really it's also you know I'm uh, mentioned older men but it's all throughout all age groups, all demographics, uh, that things are changing. Uh, we've had some seminars here on campus led by the Women's Center. Uh, I happen to be at one, but there were some students too, and they talk about things that unless you really are conscious about them, you might accept. And now, really, the opportunity is there to say, hmm, that isn't right. You know, men have to respect women. Uh, in all situations. It's not uh, that women are possessions. Nobody would say that out loud anymore, that a woman, you know, the woman I'm dating is my possession, but there's still uh, well, people there's, act that way. There's plenty of education to be had out there. Um, it just, just as a pitch for the Women's Center, we, well, I'll take a step back. When, when I came to Danbury, I assumed incorrectly that the Women's, women's Center of, of Greater Danbury was uh, a women's shelter mm. that, that, uh, that women could go to to seek protection. And that is very much a part of what they do, um, as you know, Paul. But, but there, there, 
a lot more than that. Um, I was I was uh, so happy to see the education that they provide within our within the greater Danbury area. They go they they have a team of educators that goes to almost all of the area high schools, almost all of the area middle schools and elementary schools. Um, my granddaughter will be going, to, uh, who is in uh, preschool, she's three years old, will be going to um, a preschool that will have a small segment on um, issues, uh, um, you know, what what is permissible and what isn't permissible and what they should how they should speak to their parents about about issues that mm -hmm. might arise in their interactions, their social interactions, um, anti-bullying campaigns. Um, those are all issues that the Women's Center of Greater Danbury is very much involved in. You you asked, um, and and this this is probably a good time to mention a couple of concrete things that the men's group has been responsible for, and, and things that I consider to be. Um, real victories for us um, right here on your campus. Joe Loth, who is the, uh, the, the football coach of Western Connecticut State University's football team, um, is a member of our group. And he came to our group and said, listen, I've got some terrific leaders on my football team. And um, we know something about the pressures that are put on youth in, in our communities. Um, They've done bystander training where they see someone um, engaging in inappropriate conduct, even if it's these sexist jokes. And as a, as a person who's standing by and observing it, they've been, they've been taught how to, to address that or given some techniques for doing that. So Joe's, Joe's idea was, look, it's not enough that we're teaching college athletes this. Why don't we bring some of these college athletes to our local high schools? And our local middle schools, and see if we can't we can't use them as role models to teach some of these young young people um, how to handle social interactions. Um, these days, social media is so critical to mm -hmm. to everything that's that's happening on campus and and at high schools. And uh, it's it's a program that is just getting underway, but it's it's received. Um, terrific support, not only in the men's group, but from the Women's Center and from local communities. People are interested in this. And the hope would be that we'll take two or three leaders from his football team to come and talk to some of these high school athletes. Mm. And they'll hear them much better. They'll hear them much better than they would hear a person like me. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, uh, and then what we'll if if this uh, if this catches and and we're confident it will, then we'll take some of the leaders of those high school teams and we'll take them to um, the uh, the junior high schools, and uh, and and it'll build from there. And it's not it, it's not only um, it's not only the male uh, athletes that are involved. Our goal would be uh, we've got some outstanding um, women's sports here and mm -hmm. here and some outstanding um, women leaders. And those folks we would love to be able to connect to and get them involved in programs um, to, to teach uh, at our high schools and, mm -hmm. and junior highs. Yeah, it, because part of the education is with young women who uh, need to hear what is and isn't appropriate, that it's not okay to be treated that way. That's exactly right. And having, having some of the, the, the women athletes going to the men's sport, high school athletes, um, males, 
Um, hearing hearing the, the, the woman's perspective on that is, is also an important part of, of education and this evolution that we would like to see. Mm -hmm. so, so Joe's suggestion is one of the concrete successes that we've had. Um, I'll mention another one. Uh, we have a member, Halel Goldman, who is a, uh, a lawyer in, uh, in Danbury, outstanding lawyer. And he came to us. He's also part of the men's group. He came with a suggestion that we train local lawyers in the greater Danbury area to assist um, the Superior Court in considering temporary restraining order requests. Often, um, often people come to the Superior Court and they're looking for assistance with how do they, how do they handle a situation where they're being stalked how do they handle a situation where um, they're, they're the victim of violence and they and their children are at risk? Often those folks don't have the resources to be able to, to pay for a, a, a lawyer to assist them. Mm -hmm. And so we have, we have a program. The Women's Center has a program that will um, assist persons uh, who need uh, legal guidance to secure a temporary restraining order from the Superior Court. To, to protect them, to protect their children. Um, I, I'm acting like this is only women that could, could qualify for mm -hmm. this. If, if, if um, a male came, and, and it does happen um, fairly routinely, if a male has this issue, um, these lawyers will assist them too. And so it's, it's a program, again, that grew out of the men's group, grew out of an idea that, that, uh, that some of the men in our community had uh, to, to try and Im improve uh, the protection of, of, of women in, in this vulnerable community. Mm -hmm. Those are two great examples yeah. of real things that uh, the group has done along with uh, the smaller things about changing the culture a little bit. Well, how about, how about a podcast? I'm, I'm thinking of you. Mm -hmm. um, you're a member of our men's group and an important member because you are uh, one of our connections to the media. And uh, you giving us the opportunity to... to to speak in a podcast about about the issues uh, the issues that we feel are important that's another victory for our our organization mm -hmm. so um, we meet on a quarterly basis uh, we uh, um, exchange ideas and uh, and out of those out of those meetings grow um, the examples that I've offered today mm -hmm. and we'd welcome students who uh, might be listening here to uh, join us too. It would be great to have uh, current students uh, participate with us and get involved probably with some university things. No question about it. And, and frankly, um, uh, they're, they're at the forefront of, of mm -hmm. a lot of the education that the Women's Center does. Uh, the, the, the issue of uh, sexting and interactions that people are having in um, social media is, is one of the critical things that the Women's Center is involved in. And so not only, not only uh, should they get involved with the Women's Center, but, but again, as you say, we'd love to see uh, people get involved with men against domestic and sexual violence. Mm -hmm. And our group is going to have a presence at the, uh, in October at the mall at the SafeWalk, right? Yes, yes. I was kind of hoping you'd mention SafeWalk because uh, that's, a, that's a big deal for the Women's Center of Greater Danbury. Um, SafeWalk 
is uh, it's it's a 4K walk. Uh, you can walk you can walk uh, 4K or you can walk 1K or you can walk 100 yards. We mm. don't care. But but what it is is a a gathering of people who are interested in this issue, uh, in the in the issue of of uh, domestic and sexual violence, and um, it, it's a we call it Safe Walk. We walk, but we also learn a little bit about uh, about the kinds of issues that that we think are important. And the men's group will have a presence there. Um, we've uh, we've um, kicked in for uh, T-shirts for the mm -hmm. men's group to wear, and so we're we're going to be there with with our families. It is October sixth at the Danbury Fair Mall. It goes from 8:30 a.m. to 10:30 a.m. So it's a it's a Sunday morning. And it's just a way to show support for our organization. We we uh, we expect um, um, local football teams to be some of the local high school football teams to be there, and the the uh, some of the uh, the local um, student organizational groups will be there. Um, likewise, we'll have representation from the Lions clubs and and Rotary clubs in the communities. It's uh, we we expect about two thousand people to attend. Mm. And uh, it, it's a fun morning. There's uh, there's there's all kinds of uh, of interesting things to see and do while you're there. Um, it's a family event, so I'll be bringing uh, I'll be bringing my daughter and son-in-law and their two children, and and we'll walk and and it'll be a fun morning. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it, it it doesn't kill the whole day. It's just that's right. it's just a morning, <laughs> and that's that's a good thing too. Yeah. Well, Eric, thanks for joining us and talking about the Men Against Domestic and Sexual Violence group, and uh, we'll check back with you at some point, too. All right. If I can, uh, if I can make a quick pitch yes. just for the Women's Center, I do want to, uh, I, I do want to give um, uh, their, uh, the, I, I know they have a Facebook page, mm. so you, they're, they're certainly accessible through Facebook, um, but they have, a, uh, they have a fairly comprehensive web page at Women's Center at wcogd.org. The WCOGD means Women's Center of Greater Danbury. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, Women's Center at wcogd.org. And uh, uh, if, if, you, if you have an issue, uh, if you're wondering how do I handle this issue of stalking, or you've been a victim and you need victim resources, um, or you just need some guidance, um, they have counselors there. They have people there that, that want to help and, and uh, uh, do just an, an outstanding job for people. And it's 24-7. You can get access to a counselor or help every, every hour of every day of the year. Yes, yes. And the, 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 the number for the helpline is um, on, their, on their website, so go to it. Their, their general number over there is 203 731 5200 5200 mm -hmm. um, but the helpline itself the 24-hour helpline um, is also uh, is also on the web so so visit it and and if there are issues don't hesitate to connect yeah because the women's center is there to help and will help you they they absolutely will mm -hmm. great thank you very much eric As regular listeners know, WCSU 411 comes to you from Western Connecticut State University, which offers a high-quality, affordable education. If you have questions about enrolling at Westcon, and who doesn't, 
Send an email to admissions at wcsu.edu. All right, if you were alive and breathing this past summer, you knew that Women's Soccer World Cup was going on and you watched the women's team annihilate every other team, much to our joy and glee. And it really uh, helped promote women's soccer, girls being involved in soccer, girls uh, having a level playing field. So we thought it'd be a good idea to bring in our own you know, equivalent of the World's Cup soccer coach. His name is Alex Harrison. He coaches the women's team here at Westcon, and they've had a great career, great history here, and uh, he's predicting excellent things for the future. So here's Alex Harrison. Well, welcome, Alex, to the podcast. We're glad to have you here. Want to hear more about uh, the women's soccer team? Thanks, Paul. Thanks for having us. So you had a good game yesterday. Uh, you beat, uh, was it Ramapo? Ramapo, yeah. Threw you to nothing. Spread it all, spread the scoring all around. Got the bench out on the uh, field. I saw, and um, you have another game coming up on Saturday. How do you feel the season's going so far? So uh, a quick update. You know, we we just leveled our schedule yesterday. Um, so we went to four four and one. Um, we play a really tough beginning of the season, you know. We we have a we have a few teams in there that are very very competitive, you know. The the likes of RPI, Vassa, Farmingdale, all good teams, you know, that play a very good schedule as well. Um, and it's a good challenge for us, mm-hmm. you know, to play against them type of teams before conference starts. Um, so the last three games um, have been probably um, our best three games. Um, unfortunately, one of them was a loss to Farmingdale, um, but it was a one nothing game, a very close game. Uh, they scored in the very last few minutes um, to, to make it one nothing, um, which I didn't feel like we deserved, but it was a good game. Mm. We, played, we played some really nice stuff in there and, and, and really competed against a tough team, uh, a team that's uh, ranked in their region, um, and at the beginning of the season were, were close and getting votes for the top 25. Um, since then, uh, we beat Southern Maine in conference, um, so we're 1-0 in conference. That's always good to beat Southern Maine, right? That's always good to beat Southern Maine, yeah, especially when we have to go there. It's a long trip, yeah. you know, so it's a long trip home, you know, so <laughs> a win is very important on that trip home. Um, and then uh, we went out to Ramapo yesterday and we beat them 3 nothing. Um a, a New Jersey team in the NJAC. Um, and, and NJAC is very strong. We played uh, the winner of the NJAC last year in the national tournament, TCNJ, um, in the first round. So um, we knew it was going to be a, a, a tough team, um, no matter their record, um, because the NJAC are very, very strong. So um, we were able to uh, put things together over the last three games. You know, we we have our uh, we have a. Uh, a stretch of different types of players on the team this year um, we have a, a bunch of freshmen starting um, we have great leadership with with four seniors um, and then we have a whole bunch of, of players in between so um, it takes some time you know it takes some time um, to to put that together and the last three games I feel like we have been doing that so you know it was a it was a good win yesterday um, but 
we're definitely looking forward to Saturday, you know, another conference game, looking to go 2-0 and in conference. Mm -hmm. how, does it, how do you make it come together as the coach and what are the role of the players then when you feel the team gelling and starting to really play better? That goes way beyond me, you know. Mm. That that goes back to to the program and the culture that it's that it's had over years and years and years. You know, this program, the women's soccer program, has gone to the national tournament fourteen times over the last twenty odd years, mm. um, dating back to the nineteen ninety seven, and the culture that's been in place even before my time and and with my mentor Joe, who now is the men's coach. Um, the culture builds that, you know, the kids um, have seen cultures and captains before them and understand um, what's necessary in preseason, what's necessary in a tough schedule before conference play. And, and then when the atmosphere of a conference game comes and, and hits you in the face, we're, we're ready for that, you know. Um, so that goes way beyond me and, and gelling teams together. That goes to, to my mentors and, and great people that I've worked with um, and been fortunate to work with and you know what even even better you know the the wonderful kids that we've had, we've had here at Western and and what they've done for the program in the past and you know there's a, a sense of um, keeping that together and, and leading um, the group to continue to be successful from the kids we have here um, who have seen the kids leave um, and and having the great alumni that we do so um, it goes way beyond just myself you know it goes dates back many many years ago um, and it's something I'm proud to be a part of before I was the head coach and, and now obviously proud to be, you know, the head coach of, of a program that has such great culture. And uh, you're not just recruiting scrubs either. The kids who come here, I imagine, know about the uh, culture and the history of West Gun and they want to play here. Yeah, yeah. We've always been very, very honest about what they're getting themselves into. You know, the, these, these freshmen that come in every year, um, they know what they're stepping into. They know, they know what the culture is. Um, they know what the the level of the program is. Um, they know who we're going to play against. Um, so, so they know what they're walking into. And um, you know, we we're fortunate this year. We picked up a really good freshman crew, um, and uh, I think right now we have four of them starting on the field for us. And it's an adjustment for them. But you know, again, being a program, you need to include them freshmen um, because in in sophomore junior and definitely senior year they they have to pay you back for that you know they have to pay back their time that they get as a freshman and and you know hopefully as a sophomore junior and senior they can start to be leaders you know and 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 uh and help people below them which is which is what our senior crew is doing right now and have done for a couple of years um we're very fortunate the four seniors we have uh, are great great kids and have continued that culture and you know like i say with uh with a stretch of uh, seniors all the way down to freshmen and, and a lot of good talent in between, that's a tough thing to do because, mm -hmm. as, as you know, um, them kids are in different places in their lives, you know. So right. the seniors are in very much different places than the, the freshmen. So to incorporate all the kids is, is, uh, is awesome, really awesome from them guys. Uh, youth leagues are going in soccer all year long. Are you out? scouting all year long to high school age kids yeah yeah we try to you know obviously the full time is extremely busy you know with our schedule but um for example today we uh 
we have a day off today, you know. Um, we have to have one day off uh, out of the seven. <laughs> so uh, so today will be a day where I'm on the field looking at kids, you know. Um, and and ev everybody does it differently, you know. Uh, kids always ask me, and what's the best solution to get recruited at, you know, the, the next level? And some people say play for the high-end club. Some people say pay that money and do that. You know, it's such a – I don't think there is a solution. I don't think there's a perfect formula these mm -hmm. days, you know. Um, we just find that, you know, the, the best players, you know, no matter where they play and what level they play, they, you know, they shine, you know, and you can, you can see them and spot them and, you know, connect with them. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, there's a lot of, a lot of soccer clubs out there now, you know, all the way from travel to premier, um, and obviously at high school, you know, so getting out to see everyone is, is extremely tough, especially mm. in the full time. Um, but the showcases around here, you know, once the high school season finishes are very, very good. You know, the regional showcases, they usually bring a lot of talent together. So, you know, them mm. hotspot areas are, are good, you know, that you can get out to one spot and see a lot of kids, uh, you know. But we do go out and see high school games. Um, and then obviously when club season starts, you know, in the in the winter time for, for these High school kids, you know, we do, do definitely get out and see them a lot. Do you enjoy that? Watching soccer after soccer <laughs> after soccer. Yeah, it's my life, um, <laughs> you know, and, and, and some kids say, um, you know, the, uh, the best way to describe it, I guess, is passionate. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm passionate about the game. Um, you know, I, I watch soccer at home. Um, I'm out watching soccer. You know, <laughs> if, uh, if I'm not here, I'm out watching soccer. Um, you know, my, my wife used to play soccer as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's something that we're passionate about as a family. And, you know, that's been shaped by other people in my life as well, um, with my family and my friends. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, unfortunately. It's a passionate. Sometimes it's uh, it's uh, it's um, what's the best way to put it? Um, it's a it's a downfall, you know, um, to to then try and spend time with my family outside of soccer and um, and my friends and all that stuff and 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 not look at analogies in in regard to soccer and and my life um so so yeah it can be a downfall but you know so i'm definitely passionate about it and yeah soccer 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 yeah that's about <laughs> it's about right you, which pro team was uh, your favorite so um I have to go with my dad's team my dad took me out back when i was very young to a tottenham hotspur team um we went to their stadium and that was the first game I ever saw live when I was young, and mm. you know it stuck with me for life. You know, so um, we have a couple of closer teams to us, um, but in the Premier League, I'm a I'm a Tottenham fan or a Spurs fan, as they're as they're called. So <laughs> so yeah, you know I do a lot of watching of the Premier League and other leagues around as well. You know, I feel mm -hmm. like I can always watch and you know and and learn from from any mentor any game any coach no matter what kind of level you know mm -hmm. i'm always a believer that you can learn from people and what uh, is your prediction for the uh, for your team here now so you know again uh, we're very fortunate to have the players that we have you know and and with the players that we have we have a great returning crew from last year um so my expectation if you will is the same as last year i expect to win the conference you know um i uh 
I've put something new on these guys and, and I want to I wanna win a game in the national tournament. Mm. You know, that's, that's our next goal. So, um, yeah, that would be my expectation for these guys for sure. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think um, we had the group to do it. Um, we also have some new incoming kids that are challenging for spots, which makes us better, you know, uh, makes us deeper. Um, so, so hopefully, um, you know, we spent some time putting it together and, Hopefully that that gelling period is 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 over, and you know we're moving forward and out of that. And you know there's going to be some wrinkles for sure, and um, it's how we deal with them. So you know, and it's just it's just so early in conference play now to yeah. to know. But you know, the expectation is always there. You know, mm-hmm. so whatever team we have, so um, yeah, that's still our expectation. So let's have you back on before that national uh, tournament game and. Uh... We'll keep it going, right? Thanks. Uh, Paul, I really appreciate your time and, and having me here. So. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Absolutely. Thank you. This episode of WCSU 411 is brought to you by WCSU Faculty Jazz. WCSU Jazz Area co-coordinators Jimmy Green and Jamie Bagian will lead WCSU's outstanding jazz faculty in an evening of standards and original compositions at 8 p.m. on Thursday, October 3rd in the Veronica Hagman Concert Hall of the Visual and Performing Arts Center on the university's west side campus at 43 Lake Ave Extension in Danbury. To purchase tickets and for more information, visit wcsuvpac.eventbrite.com. Hey, Pete. Yes? I want to give a shout-out to one of our listeners. His name is Matt Austin. He's an educator at the Women's Center of Greater Danbury, and he says he listens every week to WCSU 411. And he may be our greatest fan, besides you and me and your mom. (laughs) We should have him on to talk about it. Oh, that's right. Thanks for listening, Matt. We'll have you on sometime. And now, recorded live in the basement of Whitehall, the star of WCSU 411, Chantel Williams. How Hi. You, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? That's good. So, Chantel, we've been talking about how important it is today in our podcast about um, how important it is for men to educate themselves about how to interact with women <laughs> yeah. and treat them respectfully and as equals. How do you find the climate here is on campus? Um, I think it's improving. Hmm. I think... Guys are slowly trying to learn how to do that. <laughs> so um, I think it is. I think WCSU does a good job at bringing light to that uh, issue and that topic. And so it's funny. It's funny that you brought up this topic because last night BSU had a meeting and it was battle of the sexes. <laughs> so like it was different questions and it was like girls against guys. And it was very enlightening because it was like, I don't know, two different sides some points they came together, some points they were total opposite. But it was funny because they were hearing each other out mm. and guys got to see how women thought and then the women got to see the guy's point of view. So I thought it was very interesting. It got a little it got a little crazy at times, as you can imagine. But mm. um it was good. It was it was a it was good to see that. So it's funny that you brought up that topic about it. Because aren't most guys uh around college age <laughs> kind of like um hey yeah. You're a girl. Yeah. I want to touch you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot, like the maturity level is not really reached yet. Yeah. But I there's think, a learning cur- yeah. curve. They're behind women, right? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. So, but 
now, okay, so compared to my freshman year mm-hmm. and then now that I'm in my senior year, I have seen some improvement from the male population. I just really noticed that it takes, like, just a lot longer. So, yeah, <laughs> that was my observation of it. It's kind of sad, though, isn't it? <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> I guess it's encouraging that there's some education going on and yes. they're listening to some of them are listening, right? Yes, yes, and that's, that's true. And, then, like, um, there's a lot of, like, different, like, like there was just a blast email about something similar to that and there's a lot of different conversations and discussions about it so it's good that you know people are actually talking about it and like mm-hmm. are aware of it mm-hmm. kind of and um the respect level for men and women like it needs to be the same women are just as powerful as men and we're seeing it more and more now especially today with media and things like that women are demanding respect more and so we should be allowed to have respect more mm-hmm. you know so we should be looked at as equals. That's right. <laughs> so all the men out there, are yeah, don't mess up. <laughs> all right, good. So what's going on on campus this week? Well, this week, well, happy fall. Yes. So that kind of well, brings us into is. our big event. It's the fall bash. Mm. Um, they do it every fall season, like the start first week of fall. Even though it doesn't feel like fall outside, we were just no. talking about how it just it feels like summer. But that's okay because we know it's going to be good weather for fall fall bash so (laughs) like that's all right so we have um the block party which is going to be happening on friday um september 27th from 6 to 10 on west side and like everybody loves a good block party especially back in the day my parents (laughs) used to go to block parties all the time so they're bringing it to wcsu are your parents gonna be there no no oh god no (laughs) their block (laughs) their block party days are over maybe we can throw one for parent and family weekend we can throw a block party for them but um, there's going to be music. <laughs> there's an inflatable slide. And, of course, like, I know where college students are like, well, inflatables. Inflatables are actually very fun. And I feel like the older you get, the more fun they are. Like, I just, I love them. So <laughs> I'm glad that they're having the inflatable slide this year again. Because last year they had, like, a like this, like, racing one where you and your um, friend can, like, race. <laughs> I didn't win because, like, the, it was, like, so, it was, it was just all over the place. But it was fun. So I'm glad they're bringing that as well. And then, there, of course, we're going to have free shirts. But you got to get there early for the free mm. shirts because if you don't, you're going to miss out. <laughs> so <laughs> Are they all extra large or are they? I'm hoping, certain? you know, they're never all extra large. But if you get there late, you're most likely going to get, like, a sleep shirt is what mm-hmm. I call it because that's that's what I end up. <laughs> or you can get wear it as a dress maybe because th- those are the two options for myself. Mm-hmm. But if you get there early, you'll be able to get the extra smalls and the smalls and the medium. But those go quick. So, um, and I don't know the, what the design is for mm. this year. I know last year it was, like, the nice, like, long sleeve. Um, and I think it was orange. Or I know one year was burgundy and then one year was orange. So I can't wait to see what the fall color is this year. So I think it's going to be, I think the design, of course, is going to be really nice. And I'm mm-hmm. not sure if they're short sleeve or long sleeve, but I think for fall they're going to do long sleeve. So. They should design them so they're suitable to wear with a belt if you do wear them as a dress. Very, yes, very true. You know, you, you know what? That's I'm going to make that little comment in okay, <laughs> for next year. Like, you know, if there are actual, they should serve like they should have like a little belt or a little accessory to go with it yeah. to dress it up. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, there's going to be food trucks. Now, I don't know what f- food trucks are going to be there, but I know for the last block party, I believe we had churros um, and then we had a taco food truck and then a wings food truck mm. i ate because i love chicken so i had the wings and they had like so many different options of like no dry rubs and sauces and things like that so you do get a voucher 
Um, and then you're able to choose from which truck that you want to go to. So they had, I know they had a Greek truck, so I don't know what truck they're going to wow. have this year. I don't mm. know. I don't know what fall food really is, so we're going to see, <laughs> you know, to go with the theme. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, they're going to have that there. And then they're going to have a cash bar. So for those mm. that are 21 and older, you're able to get a drink if you would like to. Um, I don't think you can use your flex points. So this is a cash bar. Yeah, you're probably gonna have not. To, yeah, <laughs> you know, they'll be like, you know what, you guys are pushing it, you know, so yeah, come prepared with your car card and your money and things like that and then there's also going to be music there's going to be a photo booth um there's going to be a magician that should be interesting i don't really know if he's going to be like center stage or he's just going to be walking around doing tricks because i know they had like a magician at the uh carnival last year Hmm. and he did some cool trick it was so weird but it was cool you know so i was like all right that's cool and they have like games and they have a rock climbing wall so it's gonna be fun so i think it's gonna be really great weather weather right now it's like i think it's looking at 75 maybe Mm. for friday so i think it's gonna be good that'll be great yeah everyone will be out there yeah 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 yeah. so i think as long as it stays like that temperature i think it'll be fine so (laughs) and um yeah so come out have a good time with your friends it's the kickoff to fall so yeah and go in the inflatable. <laughs> Why do you think uh, people enjoy the rock climbing wall? It's a challenge. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And like it tests like your strength kind of. I don't know. I like it because it's a challenge. Every rock climbing wall that I have done is different. So it makes me like think. But then I, you kind of can't overthink it. Because mm. I think when people overthink as they're climbing, that's when they get stuck. Because like I did it on a cruise ship. Hmm. like I, And that was like the worst. It wasn't the worst but it was like scary because you're on a boat and then you had to climb up and, and the boat's moving. So yeah. I'm like, oh Lord. But um, I couldn't overthink. I just kind of had to just go and just keep going because if you stop and you're like, oh no, I'm stuck, you literally just have to keep reaching. So that's like, I think that's why people like the rock climbing wall, huh. just to see like if you, and it's always a proud moment when you ring that bell, you know? <laughs> I guess so. It is. It's a proud moment. <laughs> like I always, I always love ringing the bell. Because I'm just like, oh, I feel so accomplished, you know? Like, I did it. So, especially since I'm short, I'm like, ooh, you know, I reached up to the top. So, and then coming down is always a process for me because I'm just like, all right, do I just like <laughs> let go or do I like, how do I do it? But I think that's why people like rock climbing. Do you, hmm. do you like rock climbing? I did it once a long time ago mm-hmm. and I got about two feet off the ground <laughs> and started crying for my mommy. Oh, no. <laughs> so I haven't done it since. Oh, no. Okay, well, maybe you can try it at Fall Bash. <laughs> <laughs> There's a harness and everything, so you're all set to go. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a fun event, so I'm, I'm excited about that. And then also another fun event that's coming up for October 6th. Yes, we are segueing into October. Mm. <laughs> so it's here. Yeah, it is almost here. Uh, yeah, so. Um, um, October 6th, um, which is my, my brother's birthday, by the way, hey. giving a little shout out, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be the Run or Die. And for those of you who never did a Run or Die, it's super fun. Don't wear sneakers that are nice. <laughs> um, and you're gonna come. You're gonna come in looking all nice and clean, and then you're gonna leave looking very colorful. So that's <laughs> that's the best advice I could give everyone. Um, if you don't like your hair to have color in it, or you want to keep the color that you came in with, wear a cap or something, wear a hat, because the powder gets everywhere. Um, so I did it my freshman year with the dance team, and it was so fun. I never did anything like that. So it's a run, and um, as you're running, people throw dye on you, powder dye. So, mm-hmm. um, and that's. That's the gist of it all, pretty much. <laughs> That's another thing that sounds kind of um, strange to me, but 
It I is. See people you know, I don't it. know who came up with the idea. Like how I don't know how you come up with this idea like one day like let's just oh, let's just go for a jog. <laughs> but the jogs like it's boring. So let's just spice it up. Let's just throw colored powder. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't really know where that idea came from, but you know, it'd be interesting to find out. But it's fun. That's, that's you fun. enjoyed it. Yes, it was very fun. So and you get uh, cool shirts and like the shirts are like white and so the dye kind of sticks to the mm. shirts like it doesn't stick to your regular clothes but it sticks to those shirts so when you come out it looks all colorful and mm. things like that and then they have like um fruits and stuff for after so you can eat and kind of build your strength and everything so it is a fun event so um you can start registering now um you can go to west side gym or you can go to this um berkshire and they mm. have like the sign up um and it's an easy sign up you don't it's free for wcsu students and there's a short costs for non-WCSU students but um, it's it's fun you mm-hmm. should do it like with your friends and stuff like that and if you want a good little workout like you go your own pace so like there's no pressure to run a, like any pace that you don't feel comfortable with so are you going to do it this year? I think so I haven't done it since freshman year so I feel like you know why not round it off you should and, yeah. um, but I don't know if it's my brother's birthday so I don't know if he has anything going on you know but he'll be all right I mean he's okay so I'm it's gonna an older see. brother older or younger he's older brother. yeah oh, he's he older care. he's gonna be 25 so yeah, for God's yeah. Sakes. <laughs> I'm gonna see if he wants to do it with me yeah, you know okay. let's go <laughs> this is your birthday gift <laughs> so I don't know but it's a really fun event so again it's October 6th it's a three mile um run so I, you start at Ives right uh concert park Mm -hmm. and then um you end there as well but it's just like you just go kind of all around west side a little bit so for penny people that live in penny and you have the balconies don't be alarmed when you see like a group of people (laughs) you know colored people you might see someone green Mm -hmm. you know yellow blue don't be alarmed because they're just running you know so um don't don't be wake up and like what the heck is going on (laughs) but the best advice i can give is just wear clothing that you're not afraid to get dirty in and that it's accessible to run and then like just have a mat so that when you get back to the dorm you can like strip like at one yeah. space because it gets all over the place that's one thing yeah yeah and be prepared to wash clothes that day mm-hmm. so <laughs> but it's a really fun event i would encourage everyone to do it and <laughs> so. the weather should be good for that too yes yes definitely so okay so my favorite one of my favorite events is coming up and that's bingo pack is starting uh-huh. up their their pack bingo so i'm excited about that the first one is actually today um wednesday September, what's today's date? The 25th. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to see like how it goes. You know, each year I strive to win. So we're going to see if I'm going to win today. Um, That'll be great if you yeah. did, right? After four years of yes, not winning. Yes, after four years, it's finally going to come full circle for me. So I, we'll see next week. I'll bring you an update as far as how far I got. You mm-hmm. know, even a raffle I'll be excited about. So. <laughs> We're a gonna candle see. or something? Right. A little something, you know. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they're going to have many different prizes. I'm not sure what the prizes are, but this is the first one, so I'm sure they're going to go big. Mm-hmm. So um, if you, you can go to that and then look forward to other pack bingos as well because they're going to be doing it once a month. Mm. So um, there should be one for October. So, yeah, pack bingo, mm-hmm. <laughs> which Good. is always fun. Yeah. Um, kettle corn. Do you like kettle corn? I do. I love it. I don't. I have a love hate relationship with kettle corn. Sometimes I have a taste for it. Sometimes I'm just like really? I just want regular popcorn. Mm-hmm. Like I can't eat the whole thing. But um, October seventh, Monday, October seventh, from twelve p.m. to three p.m. Um, the Student Center Plaza, they're going to be handing out kettle corn, and this is just a continuation uh, for fall bash, just to uh, something nice for the students. Um, and it's usually hot. Like the kettle mm. straight out is usually hot, and um, it's it's really good. Will they give it to me since I'm not a student? I think they will, yes. They okay. don't mind giving And then if not, you can always ask like a student. I'll, I can hook you up. 
<laughs> I know Chantel. <laughs> yes, and so I'll, I'll, I'll give you some. Okay. <laughs> so no worries. You and like staff, you're more than welcome. Yeah, to get kettle corn as well. Oh, I mean, good. you guys, you guys are part of the WCSU family. That's you know? right. We so are. you're de- you deserve kettle corn just as much as we do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's another um, nice event that's coming up. Um, so look forward to that on Monday. And so, as you know, we are reaching October mm. and Halloween, you know, mm. ooh, spooky stuff is coming <laughs> up. So, of course, they have a trip for Halloween and it's called the Blaze and the Horseman Hollow. And, and it's taking place October 19th. Tickets go on sale Wednesday, October 2nd. So um, that's next week, I believe. And what yeah. do you do at it? Um, OK, so I've never been to this place. I never really heard of it. But. I know, like, okay, so I read this book. I don't know why I was reading this book when I was younger, but it was, like, a book about the Headless Horseman. Mm-hmm. So this is what this reminds me of, and it was just, like, a guy on a horse that used to travel. Like, people used to see him, and he had no head So um, on the horse, so the Headless Horseman. So um, I think <laughs> this trail has something to do with that, along with, like, jack-o'-lanterns. Mm-hmm. So people carved out different uh, images on there as well. So. Is it on campus or somewhere else? It's somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So it's, okay, so let's see. Okay, so it says, like, the bus leaves at 10 o'clock on Midtown, and from Westside, I believe, it leaves at 10.30, and for students, it's $10, and for guests, it's 35 Now, I'm not sure the exact location. Um, it's all right. If you get on the bus, you yeah. don't care. Oh, okay. So someone... At, okay, so I'm on the Instagram page for WCSU. Yeah. And so they have the uh, the flyer up. So someone asked a question because it wasn't on the flyer. Where is it located? So it's in New York. Um, so, yeah. So you're going to be taking a trip to New York. <laughs> so the uh, it's at 10 and 1030 at night, the bus picks you up? Um, hmm. Good question. It just says 1030? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Okay, it's leave Midtown. Okay, let's see. Okay, no, it's saying that. Okay, so I had the time screwed up. Okay, so 10 a.m. is when tickets go on sale, and then the bus leaves at 5 p.m. Yeah, okay. from Midtown, and then 5:30 from Westside. So it is a nighttime event, which is makes sense mm-hmm. for any Halloween event. Um, I don't know. I think I'll, I will try to go to this. I'm supposed to be going to Fright Fest as well, so I'm going to see. Um, supposed to go to what? Fright Fest, like yeah. Six Flags, where they do. I've never been. Mm. Um, I love to get scared, but I hate to get scared. I don't know why I put myself in these situations, but I'll do <laughs> it. You know, like, that's I'll do it, but I don't know why. <laughs> so... It would I think be a bad be day if you had a bag of kettle corn, too, and you decided yeah. you didn't want it that day. Yeah. And you were getting scared and didn't want it. Right. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good trip. Are you allowed to do that, though? You didn't celebrate Halloween as a kid. I know. Um, well, now, like, it's fine to do trips and things like that. It's kind of different because since I'm older, I'm able to, like, kind of make the decisions for myself now. You don't so. tell your parents, in other words. <laughs> no. I mean, my parents are kind of, like, cool with it as well. They're kind of, like... You know, as long as you're not doing anything crazy or demonic or anything like that, which is like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not going to be summoning no spirits or anything like that. Right. So I'm pretty, pretty OK. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I love like getting scared hmm. to a certain degree. I hate it, but I love it. So <laughs> it's like weird. Like, why are you doing this, Chantel? I don't know, but I like it. So I'm just it gonna sounds like that would be it. perfect for you. Then. Yes. <laughs> so I think it's going to be fun. So, again, it's ten dollars for WCSU students and it's thirty five for guests. Um, and that includes transportation. Um, and if you have any special accommodations as far as like 
I don't know, if you get scared and you might pass out, let them know. Um, it, does it say that in the flyer? Yes, it does. It says, <laughs> it says if you have any required accommodations, please email us <laughs> before going on this trip. So that's the, that's a disclaimer. That's that's a part of it. So it must be real scary. So I, yeah, don't I guess know. so. Yeah. You know, once you see that little disclaimer, once you pass that threshold, it's all on you, you know? So I guess we'll see. <laughs> There's another scary thing or scary sounding thing coming up October 1st. It's called the Human Book. Oh. Yeah. Ew. It's like a zombie thing. Really? No, they say it's not. <laughs> People sign up and they and will talk about their experiences and you can check them out oh. of the library and they'll talk to you for 20 minutes. And you can ask some questions. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay, so like, oh, so you're like renting a person. Right. Oh, cute. Okay, that's... that's... It's for free, but... Uh... <laughs> right. <laughs> like, okay, so do you have to like... Oh, okay, that's a little strange. <laughs> yeah, it is. So they have a, a agenda or a list of people or books you can check out, mm-hmm. and uh, you check it out, you go into a room and talk, and then uh, check it back in when you're done. Oh. Hmm. There's going to be a... Um, what do they call it? A um, someone who doesn't believe in God, and he's going to talk about that. He's an atheist. Atheist. Oh yeah. wow. Oh So wow. maybe that'd be good for you. I don't think so. I think I got to stay far away from that. You can explore that world. <laughs> yeah, and just I, don't say, know. <laughs> I don't know about that one. And get I scared. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we're starting October off strong, huh? <laughs> we're starting off strong. That's mm-hmm. good. Well, I mean, that's interesting. I might have to like check that out. A human book. It's one to five um, on October first at Haas Library. Oh wow. What an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder who came up with the idea. Okay. Somebody in Sweden or something right? <laughs> like that, or Denmark. We don't like reading books, so let's get actual people <laughs> <laughs> to tell the story so they can read the people. That's 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 different. <laughs> Maybe that, I should like try to do that. Yeah. Human a human TV, you know? You know, you don't like watching TV? Okay. <laughs> yeah, like you that. could be a human reader though. Right. I guess. I don't know. Wow. Okay. I'm going to be there. I'll tell you what it's like if you don't show up. Okay. <laughs> How about giving blood? Did you give blood this last week? No, two I did weeks? not. Oh, I kind of, I know. I backed out a today, little bit. Today, it happens today. It ha- Okay. I think in the student center, you can show up. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I can tell you're not going to do that. I don't know. I'm still, I'm contemplating in my head because I saw the needles and I was just like, all right. <laughs> I was like, I don't I know. never look at the needles. <laughs> I don't look at them. I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> So you like I'm to be scared, try. you said, though. I d- right. But they can't actually touch you, though. That's the thing. That's like, you they know. They do touch your arm and they put the needle <laughs> right. in Right. I don't know. I've, oh, I've, you mean the pla- other places yeah, can't touch like you? Yeah, like where I, I go, like the, the scary places. They can't actually, you know, right. they're fake. Hurt the needle's you, right. real, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> you really do feel it. Maybe so. we'll do a live pot at the um, blood uh, drive. Maybe. And you can do your first blood letting and you yeah. know on air right yeah that'd I think, be cool okay yeah i could do that when they come <laughs> next time we'll do that. okay <laughs> i'll be you're prepared. off for a couple of months <laughs> i'll be prepared okay <laughs> like uh, yeah okay so i'm gonna mentally prepare myself and that would be good mm-hmm. i think that would be great promotion and a good first experience for myself so yeah <laughs> all right all our listeners have uh, are waiting for that now I they're know. waiting they've you've promised <laughs> to do it i know it's hey, good <laughs> Well, let's see. Is there anything else going on? Oh, so do you watch Family Feud? I have. Okay, so we're having like our own Family Feud mm. kind of going on, and it's called The Feud, and that's going to take place October 8th. It's a Tuesday um, in Ives Concert Hall at 8 p.m., so uh, you can sign up as a team 
like your fake family, your fake WCSU family. And um, yeah, I don't know who's going to be Steve Harvey, though. I don't know who's going to do that. Mm. That's going to be interesting. We'll see. <laughs> Has to be somebody with a big ego who yes. is fairly funny. Right. And to um, hold a crowd. Right. We don't have anybody like that. Right. Here. <laughs> like, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Family Feud, um, Tuesday, October 8th. Come out with your family. I think I'm going to try to do that um, because that's fun. It sounds like it'd be fun. Actually. I've always wanted to go on Family Feud, but like we're, we're a family of four, mm-hmm. so we don't know the extra. Like, yeah. I think it's, it's, what is it, five or six? Yeah. Don't you have an uncle or something? We do, but I don't know if he's good at it, you know? That's the only thing. I want to actually win, you know? <laughs> I want to make it through. So. Yeah, usually there's one out of the five who's no good, right? Though, right? They right. just bring them along for a place setting. That's true. That's very true, yeah. <laughs> but Pete I love Family Feud, you. and I think it's going to be good to Yeah, okay, to good. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's about it for the events for this upcoming fall. It was like our fall um, The episode. first week of fall, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> good. All right. Thank you, Chantel. Thank we'll see you, you next week. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, as always, to our producer, Scott Fulpe, and engineer, Pete Puccio, who makes sure these podcasts are available to our many listeners. Remember, WCSU 411 is absolutely free, so there's no reason not to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. We're waiting there for you on every platform. We want you to leave a comment and share with your friends and relatives or comment on Twitter at WCSU411. For Chantel Williams, I'm Paul Steinmetz, and this is WCSU411.